Track 1, Retina UK Unlocks Genetics. Contents. Track 2, Retina UK Unlocks Genetics Homepage. Track 3, Discover Genetics, Why Genes Matter. Track 4, Discover Inheritance Patterns. Track 5, Autosomal Dominant Inheritance. Track 6, Autosomal Recessive Inheritance. Track 7, Discover X-Linked Inheritance. Track 8, Discover Genetic Testing. Track 9, Types of Genetic Testing. Track 10, Discover Genetic Counseling. Track 11, Discover Getting a Referral. Track 12, Discover Genetics Clinics. Track 13, For Professionals. Track 14, About Unlock Genetics. Track 15, Discover Answers, Frequently Asked Questions. Track 16, Your Stories. Track 2, Retina UK Unlocks Genetics Homepage. Discover your choices. This website explains how genetic testing may help you and your family discover more about your inherited sight loss condition and how to unlock choices. Discover genetics. Why genes matter. Genes provide instructions for making proteins which are the building blocks of our bodies. Significant changes in genes sometimes make the instructions incorrect or unreadable. This can cause problems such as inherited sight loss, more information on track three. Discover inheritance patterns. Your family story. The way in which a faulty gene has been passed down through the generations of a family is referred to as the inheritance pattern. It dictates the chances of children inheriting the condition. More information on track four. Discover genetic testing. Searching for the cause. Genetic testing is used to try and find out which gene contains the fault that is causing sight loss. A genetic test result can often provide valuable information for you, for your family and your doctor. More information on track eight. Quotes. For me and my family, knowing our genetic diagnosis is a gift. We're now in the best position to make choices and take up any treatment opportunities that may arise. Getting a genetic test result was so important. I now have the information I need to volunteer for appropriate trials and I can be confident about my children's future. Discover genetic counselling. Every family is different. Genetic counsellors are specially trained healthcare professionals who can discuss with you your family's circumstances and choices about testing. More information on track 10. Quotes. The counselling was informative, thorough and sensitively carried out and covered both myself and my wider family. It felt like a big weight that had been lifted and finally lots of questions that I had over the years had been answered in terms that I could understand. Discover getting a referral. Next steps. More information on track 11. Discover genetics clinics. Find a centre. More information on track 12. Discover answers. Frequently asked questions. More information on track 15. Track 3. Discover genetics. Why genes matter. Genes exist inside all the cells that make up your body. They contain genetic codes. 
DNA and provide instructions for constructing proteins, which are the building blocks of our bodies and perform a huge variety of roles. Genes have names like RP1, RDH12, ABCA4 and PROM1, which usually give information about the protein they produce. You have two copies of each gene, one copy from your mother and one from your father. Variation between different people's copies of a particular gene is completely normal. It's what makes us all unique and enables us to evolve. However, significant changes are sometimes present that make the instructions provided by the gene incorrect or unreadable, resulting in a faulty protein and ultimately causing problems such as inherited sight loss. We sometimes refer to these changes as mutations and, once they occur, they can be passed down through generations. See Inheritance Patterns, Track 4. Discover genetics in depth. If we think of the entire human genetic code as a library, these genes are like individual books. The content of the books is spelled out in a four-letter chemical code held within a special molecule called DNA. Each gene provides our cells with the instructions for building a particular protein, which are the building blocks of our bodies. They control our growth and perform a huge variety of other roles. The genes have names like RP1, RDH12, ABCA4 and PROM1, which normally stand for something long and complicated describing the function of the protein they code for. For example, RDH12 stands for retinal dehydrogenase 12, an important substance that helps retinal cells convert light into a nerve signal to the brain. There are approximately 25,000 genes in the Human Genome Library, arranged on 46 shelves. These are the chromosomes, which we sometimes see in microscopy photographs, arranged as pairs of strands, like pairs of socks. Chromosomes are long strands of DNA. 45 of the chromosomes are in 22 pairs, and are known as autosomes. Both members of the pairs are the same length and hold instructions for building the same proteins. This is because we have two copies of each autosome and two copies of each autosomal gene, one inherited from our mother and the other from our father. However, a pair of genes will differ slightly from each other, spelling out their instructions in alternative ways. The resulting proteins from both versions are usually perfectly healthy and functional. The final pair is the sex chromosomes, also known as the X and Y chromosomes, with the Y being by far the smaller of the two, with relatively few genes. Males have one X and one Y, with the X always being inherited from their mother and the Y from their father. They'll always pass their Y onto their sons and their X onto daughters. Females have two X chromosomes, one from each parent. They can pass either one of these on to their sons and daughters. Even if someone has transitioned from their assigned gender at birth, their sex chromosomes will not change. Genetic healthcare professionals will therefore need information about birth gender for discussions around inheritance patterns and interpretation of test results. When genes cause problems Differences between people's copies of a particular gene are completely normal. That's what makes us all unique and enables us to evolve. 
However, significant changes are sometimes present that make the instructions provided by the gene incorrect or unreadable. We sometimes call these changes mutations, and once they happen, they can be passed down through families. Only one gene out of more than 25,000 needs to be faulty for us to end up with a particular health condition. So far, we know that retinal degeneration can be caused by mutations in any one of over 300 genes that appear to be associated with damage to the back of the eye. This means that two people with, for example, Leber congenital amaurosis, LCA, can have completely different faulty genes, and so the problem causing their retinal degeneration will be different. This may make a difference for the way they might be successfully treated in future. Some mutations result in the building of a faulty protein that simply doesn't work properly, leaving the cell struggling to keep the correct overall structure or perform a particular job. These are sometimes called loss-of-function mutations. In many cases, there would need to be a loss-of-function mutation in both copies of a particular gene to cause symptoms such as retinal degeneration. Where there is only one faulty copy, the other healthy one can sometimes make enough normal protein for the cells to cope with the eye to remain unaffected. If both copies are faulty, then injecting the retina with healthy versions of the gene could be a successful treatment. This is the base of gene replacement therapy and how Lux Turner works. Lux Turner is a treatment for LCA type 2, caused by mutations in the RPE65 gene, which became available in 2020, the first NHS treatment for an inherited retinal condition. Other mutations can result in a protein becoming harmful to the cell. It may only take one copy of a mutation like this to cause disease. Sometimes the mutated protein might actually work against the normal protein produced by the other healthy copy of the same gene. This can be harder to fix with gene replacement therapy. However, there are other innovative treatments such as gene editing that could be helpful in treating these conditions. Find out more about genetic testing on track 8 and genetic counselling on track 10. Track 4. Discover inheritance patterns. Your family's story. Your doctor or genetic counsellor will spend some time asking about other people in your family to try and work out the way in which your particular faulty gene has been passed down through the generations. This is referred to as the inheritance pattern. Your symptoms and family history will give some indication of whether it takes only one faulty copy of a gene to cause your sight loss or whether both copies have to be faulty. This in turn dictates the chances of your children inheriting the condition. Understanding your family's inheritance patterns is not the same as having a genetic diagnosis, although it's not always possible to confirm the inheritance pattern in a family without a genetic test. Inheritance Patterns in Depth The risk to children is often one of the most important issues for families affected by inherited sight loss conditions. The way in which a genetic condition is passed down through the generations is often called the inheritance pattern. 
For example, in some families, the condition might appear at least once in every generation. In others, it might appear to crop up just out of the blue, but it has still been caused by an inherited genetic fault. Why Genes Matter, track 3, explained that we all have two copies of each gene. The inheritance pattern mostly depends on whether it takes only one faulty copy of a gene to cause sight loss, or whether both copies have to be faulty. Inherited retinal conditions can result from either one faulty gene copy or two, depending on which genetic mutation is involved and what its knock-on effects are. So, different affected families can experience different inheritance patterns. In the clinic, your ophthalmologist, genetic counsellor, track 10, or another healthcare professional might spend some time asking about any sight loss affecting other people in your family to try to work out the inheritance pattern. Your symptoms and family history may give an indication of whether it takes one or two faulty copies of the gene to cause sight loss, but it isn't always clear without genetic testing. Track 8. It is useful to build a picture of your family tree, even if no one else is affected as far as you're aware, as other family information may be relevant, such as general medical problems. It also gives a picture of who might be affected by implications of a genetic test result. Whoever asks you for this information should handle the discussion with sensitivity and will understand that our families come in all sizes and shapes or that we might not know much about them, e.g. if we're adopted. Family information will always be kept confidential. Types of inheritance patterns. Inheritance patterns are described in terms such as autosomal dominant, autosomal recessive, or X-linked. Knowing the inheritance pattern in your family is not the same as having a genetic diagnosis, which identifies the individual name gene involved and can only be discovered through genetic testing. However, a genetic diagnosis can confirm the suspected inheritance pattern so that you can be more certain of the risk to other family members. See Genetic Testing, Track 8. Autosomal Dominant this means that the faulty gene is on an autosome, any chromosome other than the sex chromosomes. See Why Genes Matter, track 3. And that only one faulty copy is needed to cause sight loss. If you have an autosomal dominant condition, there will be a 50% chance of you passing the condition onto each of your children. Just like tossing a coin and getting heads twice in a row, the chances do not always balance out in families. If you have two children, it's possible that they could both be affected. One could be affected, or neither of them could inherit the faulty gene. Some families affected by autosomal dominant conditions will already be aware of the gene running in their family, as they may have an affected parent, affected siblings, or affected aunts, uncles, and cousins. However, this is not always the case. In some individuals, an autosomal dominant gene change may start for the first time without any family history. More information is available from Autosomal Dominant Inheritance on track 5. Autosomal Recessive This means that the faulty gene is on an autosome, any chromosome other than the sex chromosomes. See Why Genes Matter, track 3, 
and that both copies need to be faulty to result in sight loss. Autosomal recessive conditions usually occur when the affected person inherits one faulty copy of the gene from each of their parents. Individuals with one faulty copy of an autosomal recessive condition are called carriers. Having one faulty copy doesn't cause any symptoms and the parents are usually not aware that they are carriers. The condition may therefore have seemed to crop up out of the blue in the family, having not appeared at all in previous generations. If you're living with an autosomal recessive condition, you'll pass one faulty copy of the gene onto each one of your children. However, your children will usually inherit a working copy of the gene from your partner, unless your partner is also affected or known to be a carrier of the condition. This means that your children are likely to be unaffected carriers, like your parents. More information is available from Autosomal Recessive Inheritance on Track 6. X-linked. This means that the faulty gene is on the X chromosome, sex chromosome. X-linked conditions affect men far more frequently than women. Women have two X chromosomes, so even if one of them contains a faulty gene, its healthy counterpart on the other X chromosome can often compensate. Women sometimes experience no symptoms or milder symptoms than men, but have a 50% chance of passing one copy of the faulty gene onto both sons and daughters. Sons who inherit the faulty gene will go on to develop sight loss. Men only have one X chromosome. If this contains a faulty gene, there's no second copy to compensate and they'll definitely develop sight loss. Affected men cannot pass the faulty gene on to their sons, but they will pass it to their daughters, who will be carriers and will probably experience mild or no symptoms. However, some women with an X-linked condition may experience severe symptoms. Where X-linked inheritance occurs in retinitis pigmentosa, the condition is sometimes referred to as X-linked RP or XLRP. Choroideremia is also an X-linked condition. More information is available from X-linked inheritance on track 7. It is important that you have an opportunity to talk about inheritance patterns and ask any questions you might have. An appointment with a genetic counsellor can be very helpful. If you have a diagnosis of an inherited retinal condition or you're a close relative of somebody living with one of these conditions, you're entitled to access genetic counselling. Your GP or ophthalmologist can refer you. See Genetic Counselling, Track 10. We have also produced some information for healthcare professionals to help you discuss referral for genetic counselling and or testing with your doctor. See for professionals on track 13. Track 5. Autosomal Dominant Inheritance Autosomal dominant inheritance means that the faulty gene is on an autosome, any chromosome other than the sex chromosomes, and that only one faulty copy is needed to cause sight loss. The majority of families affected by autosomal dominant conditions will know them well, as any person who's affected will very probably also have an affected parent and may have affected siblings or aunts, uncles or cousins. When family members come to decide about having children, they're usually aware that there may be a risk of passing on the faulty gene. 
In some cases, a gene can develop a dominant fault in the process of making sperm or eggs. These are called de novo, Latin for a new cases of the condition. In this case, having an affected child will come out of the blue to families. In the future, there will be a risk that the affected child could pass the faulty gene onto their own children. A genetic counsellor can talk about family history with you and try to understand whether or not your family is affected by autosomal dominant inheritance. If you're living with an inherited retinal condition, a genetic counsellor or your ophthalmologist can also talk about genetic testing with you. A genetic test can often find out exactly which gene is causing the problem and confirm the inheritance pattern. Genetic testing, track 8, and genetic counselling, track 10, explain more about how to access these services. What are the risks to my children if I have an autosomal dominant condition? We all have two copies of each gene in all our cells. When we have children, we pass on one copy from each gene pair. Which copy? is determined at random with each pregnancy. The children inherit the second copy from their other parents. A genetic counsellor will be able to discuss these risks with you in more depth. If you're planning a family, they'll also be able to talk to you about your options for accessing testing during pregnancy or reproductive technologies such as pre-implantation genetic diagnosis. See Genetic Counselling on Track 10. Treatments and Autosomal Dominance Conditions Because many autosomal dominant mutations result in the production of harmful proteins, successful treatment may rely on either editing out or patching over the faulty section of the gene, rather than simply supplying copies of the healthy gene. Both of these approaches are being investigated by researchers who are using a cutting-edge gene editing technique called CRISPR, or constructing special molecular patches so that the cell's protein-building machinery skips over the faulty section. Research into treatment is progressing all the time. Up-to-date information and more detail on approaches to treatment can be found in the research section of the Retina UK website. That's at www.retinauk.org.uk forward slash research. That's www.retinauk.org.uk forward slash R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H. Future treatments could be gene-specific, so it may be worth considering genetic testing to find out exactly which gene is causing your condition. See Genetic Testing, Track 8. Track 6. Autosomal Recessive Inheritance Autosomal recessive inheritance means that the faulty gene is on an autosome, any chromosome other than the sex chromosomes, and that both copies need to be faulty to cause sight loss. Autosomal recessive mutations often result in the retinal cell missing an important genetic instruction, leaving the cell struggling to do its job. 
Autosomal recessive conditions happen when both of the affected person's parents each carry only one faulty copy of the gene. They experience no symptoms as their healthy copy of the gene can compensate. However, the affected child ends up inheriting two faulty copies, one from each parent. The parents are sometimes referred to as unaffected carriers and probably didn't know that they were at risk of having an affected child. The conditions can seem to crop up out of the blue in the family, having not appeared at all in previous generations. Autosomal recessive retinal disease can often be fairly severe, with symptoms beginning in infancy or early childhood. A genetic counsellor can talk about family history with you and try to understand whether or not your family is affected by autosomal recessive inheritance. A genetic counsellor can also talk about genetic testing with you. A genetic test can often find out exactly which gene is causing the problems and confirm the inheritance pattern. Genetic testing, track 8, and genetic counselling, track 10, explain more about how to access these services. What are the risks to my children if I have an autosomal recessive condition? If you're living with sight loss caused by an autosomal recessive condition, you'll definitely pass a faulty copy of the gene on to each one of your children. However, if your partner has two healthy copies of the gene, which is likely, your children will also inherit one of these, meaning that they will be unaffected carriers. Your partner is less likely to have two healthy copies of the gene if you are related to them other than just by marriage. For example, if your cousins, in this case your shared family history, increases the chances of them carrying the same faulty gene. A genetic counsellor will be able to explain the risks to your children in more depth. Your GP or ophthalmologist will be able to refer you. See Genetic Counselling, Track 10, for more information. What are the risks to future children if I already have one child with an autosomal recessive condition? If you already have a child with an autosomal recessive sight loss, for each following pregnancy with the same partner, there's a 1 in 4 or 25% risk that the new baby will also inherit the condition. There's a 1 in 2 50% chance that the new baby will be an unaffected carrier and a 1 in 4 25% chance that the new baby will not inherit the faulty gene at all. Gender is not a factor. A genetic counsellor will be able to discuss risk with you in more detail and, if you're planning a pregnancy, can also talk to you about the possibility of accessing testing during pregnancy or reproductive technology such as pre-implantation genetic diagnosis. Ask your GP or ophthalmologist for a referral. See Genetic Counselling Track 10 for more information. Research into treatments for autosomal recessive retinal disease. Because many recessive conditions are the result of genes failing to provide instructions for a properly working protein, in some cases it may be possible to overcome the problem by injecting healthy copies of the gene into the back of the eye. This is known as gene replacement therapy. Retinal cells can use these healthy genes to produce normal protein, restoring function and enabling vision to be maintained or even improved. 
This is the principle behind Lux Turner, the gene therapy, available on the NHS to treat Leber congenital amaurosis, LCA, caused by mutations in the RPE65 gene. You can find more information about this at www.retinauk.org.uk forward slash Lux Turner. That's www.retinauk.org.uk forward slash L-U-X. T-U-R-N-A Another possible approach is to put a molecular patch over the faulty piece of genetic code, enabling the cell's protein-building machinery to skip over it and still build a functional protein. Other therapies are being investigated by researchers, but it's important to bear in mind that some of these are specific to particular genes. They will not all work for all autosomal recessive retinal conditions. Some loss of function mutations are harder to remedy than others, perhaps, for example, because they cause structural defects very early in the development of the eye. Genetic testing can provide information about the specific gene causing a condition, which may open up choices about future treatments or research participation. See Genetic Testing on Track 8. Track 7. Discover X-linked inheritance. X-linked inheritance means that the faulty gene is located on the X chromosome, the larger of the two sex chromosomes. See why genes matter on track 3. X-linked inheritance occurs fairly frequently in retinitis pigmentosa, and in these cases the condition is sometimes referred to as X-linked RP or XLRP. Choroideremia is also an X-linked condition. X-linked conditions affect males far more frequently than females. Females have two X chromosomes, so even if one of them contains a faulty gene, its healthy counterparts on the other X chromosome can often compensate and sight remains unaffected. Males have only one X chromosome and one Y chromosome that contains very little genetic information. If their X chromosome contains a faulty gene, there is no second copy to compensate and they'll develop sight loss. If there are a number of men and boys in an extended family who are living with sight loss but no affected females, then X-linked inheritance is highly likely. There are situations in which X-linked conditions can affect females. Sometimes the healthy copy of the X chromosome isn't able to compensate for the faulty copy, and females can then develop a milder form of sight loss, or in some cases can be equally affected as males. A genetic counsellor can discuss family history with you and try to ascertain whether or not your family is affected by X-linked inheritance. A genetic counsellor can also discuss genetic testing with you. A genetic test can often identify exactly which gene is causing the problems and confirm the inheritance pattern. Genetic testing track 8 and genetic counselling track 10 explain more about how to access these services.
Even if someone has transitioned from their assigned gender at birth, their sex chromosomes will not change. Genetic counsellors will therefore need information about birth gender for discussions around inheritance patterns and interpretation of test results. What are the risks to my children if I'm a male with X-linked retinal disease? If you are a man living with an X-linked condition, you will not pass the faulty gene onto your sons. This is because they'll inherit your Y chromosome and not your X chromosome. Your daughters will inherit your X chromosome containing the faulty gene. However, they'll also inherit the X chromosome from their mother, which is highly likely to contain a healthy copy of the gene. Your daughters will therefore be carriers of the genetic fault. In most cases, their sight will be unaffected, although it is possible that they will develop symptoms. A genetic counsellor will be able to discuss the risks with you in more depth. What are the risks to my children if I'm a female carrier of an X-linked condition? Female carriers of X-linked conditions have one X chromosome containing a faulty copy of the gene and one X chromosome containing a healthy copy. In most cases, they have healthy vision. If you're a female who already has a child with a confirmed diagnosis of an X-linked condition, you're almost certainly a carrier. The only exception to this would be if the fault has occurred for the first time in your child, a de novo mutation. See why genes matter on track three. If you are a female who has a family history of X-linked sight loss, you might already have a genetic test and found out that you're a carrier. With each pregnancy, a mother who's a carrier has a 50%, one in two chance of passing the X chromosome with the faulty copy of the gene onto her baby and a 50% chance of passing the X chromosome with the normal copy. If the baby is a boy, his other sex chromosome will be a Y from his father, which will not contain another copy of the gene. Therefore, a boy inheriting the X chromosome with the faulty gene from his mother will be affected by sight loss. If the baby is a girl, she will have inherited an X chromosome from her father, which will contain a healthy copy of the gene. If she inherits the X chromosome with the faulty gene from her mother, she will be a carrier She's likely, though, to be unaffected or more mildly affected. Therefore, for each male pregnancy, there's a 50% chance of the baby boy being affected by sight loss. And for each female pregnancy, there's a 50% chance of the baby girl being a carrier. A genetic counsellor will discuss these risks with you in more depth. If you're planning a pregnancy, they can also talk to you about your options for testing during pregnancy and access to reproductive technology, such as pre-implantation genetic diagnosis. See Genetic Counselling on Track 10. These options will only be available if you or your child living with sight loss has already had a genetic test. I am a female with an affected brother and am planning a family. Will my children be at risk of sight loss? If your brother or half-brother, if you have the same mother, has an X-linked retinal disease, there's a 50% chance that you will carry the faulty gene and your sons will be at risk of sight loss. If your brother has had a genetic test result, this will provide you with the options to find out whether you are indeed a carrier. 
You can ask your GP for a referral to your local regional genetic service for genetic counselling and testing. If you are a carrier, the risks to your children will be as described in the previous section. What are the risks to my children if I am a female carrier of an X-linked condition? Your genetic counsellor will be able to discuss these risks in more depth and talk to you about options for family planning. Research into treatments for X-linked retinal disease. Like autosomal recessive conditions, X-linked conditions are often the result of genes producing a protein that simply doesn't work properly. So in some cases, it may be possible to overcome the problem by injecting healthy copies of the gene into the back of the eye. This is known as gene replacement therapy. Retinal cells can use these healthy genes to produce normal protein, restoring function and enabling vision to be maintained or even improved. This approach is being investigated for XLRP, caused by mutations in the RPGR gene, and is currently at the clinical trial stage. The same approach to treating XLRP, caused by mutations in the RP2 gene, is also being explored but is still being tested in laboratory models. A gene therapy for choroideremia is also progressing through clinical trials with encouraging results so far. Track 8. Discover genetic testing. Searching for the cause. Genetic testing, usually via a blood sample, is used to try and identify which genes contain the fault that is causing an individual sight loss. In many cases, the result will give the name of the mutated gene, and this is what we refer to as a genetic diagnosis. A genetic diagnosis provides valuable information for you, your family and your doctor. It may confirm the inheritance pattern and allow your ophthalmologist to reach a more precise diagnosis of your condition. In addition, many of the new treatments currently being developed are designed for a specific genetic fault, so knowing your genetic diagnosis might provide options about receiving treatments or taking part in clinical trials. Although a genetic diagnosis will not always lead to treatment options, many people find that they feel a benefit from knowing and understanding the cause of their sight loss. However, anxieties may arise from genetic testing, such as finding out that there is currently no treatment being developed for your particular mutation. For around one third of people with inherited sight loss, genetic testing won't return a result at all, which can be disappointing. Not all genes have been discovered yet, and many are still not well understood, so current testing cannot find the genetic fault for everyone. If you have a diagnosis or an inherited retinal condition, or you are a close relative of someone living with one of these conditions, you're entitled to access testing and genetic counselling. Find out about getting a referral on track 11 for genetic testing. Genetic testing and genetic diagnosis in depth. Genetic testing has improved a lot over the last 10 years and it's now possible to test for many of the genes causing inherited sight loss. However, genetic testing cannot find the genetic diagnosis in everyone. There are genes that haven't been discovered yet. Also, scientists don't yet understand all the changes and differences in the genetic code. 
Genetic testing involves reading along the DNA code to find a change that's predicted to cause a genetic condition. Scientists in a genetics lab are experts at understanding the changes in genes. They can be confident that a specific change at a specific location of a gene causes a condition when it has been seen in many other people with the same condition. Sometimes, however, it may be less easy to be sure whether a change is causing the condition or whether it is a normal part of the variation we all have in our genes. Your doctor or genetic counsellor will be able to explain the results and the next steps if the result is uncertain. See Genetic Counselling. Track 10. Why get a genetic test? A genetic diagnosis can provide very helpful information. It can help your ophthalmologist understand exactly what's causing your sight loss, which may make it easier for them to explain how it might develop and confirm the inheritance pattern. In addition, some retinal conditions are just the first symptom of a condition affecting other parts of the body, such as the kidneys. A diagnosis of one of these conditions may be revealed by the genetic test results, which means doctors can keep an eye on and take care of other potential problems. A genetic diagnosis might also open up choices about genetic testing for other members of the family and mean you or your close relatives can think about accessing reproductive technologies such as pre-implantation genetic diagnosis, which can remove the risk of having affected children. It can also be useful to discuss these issues with a genetic counsellor. See Genetic Counselling, Track 10. And the Genetic Alliance also provides comprehensive information. They can be found at www.geneticalliance.org.uk forward slash information forward slash service hyphen and hyphen testing. That's www.geneticallia. N C E dot O R G dot U K forward slash I N F O R M A T I O N forward slash S E R V I C E hyphen A N D hyphen T E S T I N G. You can also email contact us at geneticalliance.org.uk or phone 0207 831 0883. And that email address is C O N T A C. T U S at G E N E T I C A L L I A N C E dot O R G dot U K. As more treatments become available, a genetic diagnosis will also clarify which one may work best in your particular case. 
At the moment, gene therapies and other cutting-edge treatments may only work for a specific genetic fault. If you are already aware of your genetic diagnosis, as these treatments start to become available for patients, you will know straight away if they might work for you. You might also be in a position to take part in clinical trials and other research studies that are recruiting participants with a particular faulty gene. Limitations of genetic testing Genetic testing may cause anxiety. You may find out that there is currently no treatment being developed that might work for you, or you might not get a clear result. The result may also have implications for other family members. It would be up to you to talk about these with relatives, and this could be difficult. This is why it is always a good idea to see a genetic counsellor alongside testing if possible. They can talk to you about these issues and help you to decide how to deal with them. See Genetic Counselling on Track 10. What if my test result doesn't provide a genetic diagnosis? For around one-third of people who inherited sight loss, diagnostic genetic testing won't give a result. This is because their condition is caused by a mutation that has not yet been confirmed as one that is connected to retinal conditions. These people will not be able to benefit from the choices that come with a genetic diagnosis, but may be able to take part in research studies that aim to find new genes and mutations. As medical understanding and technologies improve, it may be that this group of people will get a genetic diagnosis or more certain test results in future. At the point of initial testing, you may be asked for consent to repeat the test on your blood sample should the scope of the test expand. Ask your ophthalmologist or genetic counsellor for more details. So that more people with inherited retinal conditions can receive a diagnosis, Retina UK is funding work by the UK Inherited Retinal Dystrophy Consortium to hunt for unidentified genes, find out how mutations change their function and ultimately understand how they contribute to sight loss. How do I access genetic testing and counselling? If you have a diagnosis of an inherited retinal condition or you're a relative of somebody living with one of these conditions, you're entitled to access testing and genetic counselling. If you're living with inherited sight loss, your ophthalmologist may be able to make arrangements for the test or they can refer you to a specialist ophthalmic genetic centre. You should always be given the opportunity to access genetic counselling alongside or after the test. This can be provided by the Ophthalmic Genetic Centre or via referrals to your regional genetic service. If you're not currently under the care of an ophthalmologist, ask your GP for a referral to your local ophthalmology department or to a specialist ophthalmic genetic centre. You can find details of ophthalmic genetics clinics in Genetics Clinics on Track 12. If you're the family member of a person with inherited sight loss and would like to consider genetic testing, ask your GP for a referral to your regional clinical genetic service for genetic counselling. We've produced some information for healthcare professionals to help you discuss testing with your GP or ophthalmologist. See for professionals on track 13. 
Our helpline can also provide more information. The number is 0300 or email helpline at retinauk.org.uk. That's H-E-L-P-L-I-N-E at R-E-T-I-N-A U-K dot O-R-G dot U-K Track 9. Types of Genetic Testing Diagnostic Testing Diagnostic testing is used when someone's already experiencing symptoms and the test aims to find out or confirm the genetic cause of these symptoms, providing a genetic diagnosis. NHS diagnostic testing for inherited retinal conditions uses a panel test. A number of specific genes that are linked to a particular genetic condition are examined at the same time. In inherited retinal disease, the NHS test will examine almost 200 genes that are known to be linked to retinal degeneration, looking for changes that are likely or known to be disease-causing. Although researchers have found associations between retinal damage and more than 300 genes, not all of these are understood well enough yet to be included in diagnostic testing. If the disease-causing change is identified, then it may be possible to offer testing to other family members. In family members who are not experiencing sight loss symptoms, this type of test may be a carrier test or a predictive test. If the diagnostic test result is not certain, this usually cannot be used for testing the wider family, as it may not be possible to interpret the results in a helpful way. Sometimes patients are asked if it's possible to contact family members, usually parents, to ask if they would be willing to give a sample for family testing, which can help confirm the result and the inheritance pattern. This is usually in autosomal recessive conditions. Carrier testing. For some genetic conditions that need two copies of a faulty gene to cause symptoms, recessive conditions, someone who only has one copy is called a carrier. Carriers of most conditions are themselves unaffected because the working copy of the gene overrides the faulty copy, but they can pass on a copy of the faulty gene to their children. Carrier testing may be helpful to confirm if both parents of an unaffected child are carriers and their risks of having another affected child. Depending on the family, carrier testing may also be offered to other relatives, such as in families with cousin marriages or women at risk of being carriers of X-linked conditions. If the test confirms that a person is not a carrier, they will definitely not pass on the faulty gene. Predictive testing. A predictive test can provide information about whether or not someone will develop or is likely to develop a specific condition, usually at a later stage in life. If a retinal condition that happens later in life runs in your family, you might decide you'd like to know whether or not you have inherited that faulty gene. There are lots of things to think about when deciding whether or not to have a predictive test as the results have implications for both you and your children 
and a genetic test result from an affected family member would be needed in order to look specifically for the disease causing genetic change. Predictive testing is generally only offered to adults. However, families are always encouraged to have early conversations together. Genetic counsellors can discuss all of the issues around predictive testing with you. And there's also information on the Genetic Alliance website. That's www.geneticalliance.org.uk forward slash information forward slash service hyphen and hyphen testing forward slash predictive hyphen testing. That's www.genetic-alliance dot o-r-g dot u-k forward slash i-n-f-o-r-m-a-t-i-o N forward slash S E R V I C E hyphen A N D hyphen T E S T I N G forward slash P R E D I C T I V E hyphen T E S T I N G. Research testing is different to all clinical tests mentioned above. It provides scientists with genetic samples so that they can find unknown disease associated genes, learn how the protein products of genes work, develop tests for future clinical use, and help to advance our understanding of genetic conditions. You may also be offered a research participation opportunity at some point by your ophthalmologist or genetic counsellor. Some specialist centres also hold a database of interested patients as a means to keep in touch. Ask your ophthalmologist about these options. The results of tests done as part of a research study are not always given to people who take part or their healthcare providers and may not be as reliable as clinical test results. It's important for people to know whether their test is clinical or for research. In both clinical and research testing, patients will be told about what happens in the test, the risks and benefits and what might happen afterwards before agreeing to the test. There should be no obligation to take part in research, but it may provide an opportunity for you and your family if there are no further clinical tests available. You will never be asked for payment to take part in a bona fide research study. Track 10. Discover genetic counselling. Genetic counsellors are specially trained healthcare professionals with extensive scientific knowledge who spend time talking to families living with inherited conditions. The aim of genetic counselling is to help individuals and families to understand the condition, make choices, access any appropriate screening or medical treatment, communicate with relatives and find suitable support. Genetic counsellors will often draw a family history, explain relevant inheritance patterns and discuss risks to children. They're also experts at explaining genetic test results. 
Although genetic counselling is very different to psychological counselling, genetic counsellors will help families think about the wider implications of finding out about genetic risk or diagnosis. They will be able to support you in making decisions about testing and talk to you about how you're feeling about issues surrounding this, the risks and benefits of having a genetic test, the results of your test and what they mean for you and your family, the risk of you and your partner passing on an inherited sight loss condition to your children, the risk to you and your children if you're currently unaffected but have a relative living with inherited sight loss, your options around family planning, testing during pregnancy and assisted reproductive technology, pre-implantation genetic diagnosis, if you do not want your children to inherit the condition. Pre-implantation genetic diagnosis involves undergoing a special type of IVF, during which only those embryos that do not carry the genetic fault are transferred to the uterus. More information about pre-implantation genetic diagnosis is available from Genetic Alliance UK. The address is www.geneticalliance.org.uk forward slash information forward slash. That address is www.geneticalliance.org.uk forward slash I-O-N forward slash. You can email contact us at geneticalliance.org.uk. That's C O N T A C T U S at G E N E T I C A L L I A N C E dot O R G dot U K or phone zero two zero seven eight three one zero eight eight three. How can I get genetic counselling? If you're living with an inherited retinal condition, genetic counselling will be available to you at a specialist ophthalmic genetics clinic or through your local clinical genetics service. Your GP or local ophthalmologist will be able to refer you. See Discover Clinics on Track 12. We've also produced some information that you can give to your doctor alongside the list if you need support in asking for a referral. See for professionals, track 13. If you have a close relative with an inherited retinal condition, your GP will be able to refer you to your local clinical genetic service. It's important to provide information about your affected relative for your GP to include in the referral letter. There are many different forms of inherited retinal conditions and your genetic counsellor will need information about the genetic diagnosis in the family to provide accurate information. Track 11. Discover getting a referral. 
If you have a diagnosis of an inherited retinal condition or you're a close relative of somebody living with one of these conditions, you're entitled to access testing and genetic counselling. If you're living with inherited sight loss, your ophthalmologist may be able to make arrangements for the genetic test themselves or they can refer you to a specialist ophthalmic genetic centre. You should always be given the opportunity to access genetic counselling alongside or after the test. This can be provided by the Ophthalmic Genetic Centre or via referral to your regional genetic service. If you're not currently under the care of an ophthalmologist, ask your GP for a referral to your local ophthalmology department or directly to a specialist ophthalmic genetic centre. You can find details of specialist clinics in Discover Clinics on track 12. It may be worth noting details of clinics in your region to pass on to your local ophthalmologist or GP. If you're a family member of a person with inherited sight loss and would like to consider genetic testing, ask your GP for a referral to your regional clinical genetic service for genetic counselling. We produce some information for healthcare professionals to help you discuss testing with your GP or ophthalmologist. See for professionals on track 13. Our helpline can also provide more information. The number is 03001114000. Or you can email us at helpline at retinauk.org.uk. That's H-E-L-P-L-I-N-E at R-E. T I N A U K dot O R G dot U K. Track thirteen for professionals. Information for healthcare professionals, genetic testing and counselling in inherited retinal disease. Retina UK is the only UK charity dedicated solely to working for people affected by inherited retinal conditions. Your patient affected by inherited sight loss may have passed this information to you because they're considering genetic testing and genetic counselling. We've produced this information to support you in discussing choices with your patient and making appropriate referrals. Potential benefits of a genetic test result. Confirmation of a specific diagnosis, which may clarify prognosis for vision loss and reveal potential for non-ophthalmic symptoms requiring specialist management. See reference number one in footnotes. Confirmation of inheritance pattern. Choices for the patient and their family around family planning and further testing. Access to gene-specific clinical trials and treatments. A number of gene replacement and other molecular therapies are currently in trial, including UK centres. In 2020, the first gene therapy for inherited retinal disease was made available on the NHS. See reference number two in footnotes. Limitations. In around one third of cases, testing will not return a genetic diagnosis, as some genes and mutations have yet to be identified and characterised. 
research participation opportunities may be available to those patients with unidentified genes. For many genes, there is no gene-specific treatment in the development pipeline, which may cause disappointment and anxiety. Retina UK provides regular research updates. Where possible, genetic testing should always be accompanied by or followed up with genetic counselling so that patients have an opportunity to discuss issues and options and receive a detailed explanation of their results. In England, genomic testing in ophthalmology is now nationally commissioned through the genomic laboratory hubs. That can be found at www.england.nhs.uk forward slash genomics forward slash genomic hyphen laboratory hyphen hubs forward slash. That's www.englandnhs.uk forward slash genom. ICS forward slash G E N O M I C hyphen L A B O R A T O R Y hyphen H U B S forward slash. How to refer GPs, general practitioners. Please refer your patient with inherited sight loss to local ophthalmology or to a genetics clinic, see track 12. Unaffected relatives should be referred to clinical genetics. How to refer ophthalmologists. Please draw blood and request the appropriate panel test if possible. See reference number three in footnotes and or refer and or refer on to the nearest genetics specialist, see track 12. Further reading. Royal College of Ophthalmologists Genomics Services Guidance. The website is www.rcopth.ac.uk forward slash wp hyphen content forward slash uploads forward slash 2020 forward slash 03 forward slash genomics hyphen services hyphen guidance hyphen 2020 dot pdf that's www.rcopth.ac.uk forward slash wp hyphen con T E N T forward slash U P L O A D S forward slash two zero two zero forward slash zero three forward slash G E N O M I C S hyphen S E R V I C E S hyphen G U I D A N C E hyphen two zero two zero dot pdf royal college of ophthalmologists focus article april 2020 the website is www.rcopth.ac.uk forward slash wp hyphen content forward slash uploads 
forward slash 2020 forward slash 08 forward slash college hyphen news hyphen April hyphen 2020 hyphen focus dot PDF. That's www.rcophth.ac.uk forward slash WP hyphen C-O-N-T-E-N-T forward slash U-P-L-O-A-D-S forward slash 2020 forward slash 08 forward slash C-O-L-L-E-G-E hyphen N-E-W-S hyphen A-P-R-I-L hyphen 2020 hyphen F-O-C-U-S dot P-D-F. Practical Guide to Genetic Screening for Inherited Eye Diseases. Mejacase C, Malka S, Guan Z, Slater A, Arno G, Musa G M. Therapeutic Advances Ophthalmol. 2020, September 22. Semicolon one two colon two five one five eight four one four two zero nine five four five nine two DOI one zero dot one one seven seven forward slash two five one five eight four one four two zero nine five four five Nine two PMID three three zero one five five four three PMCID PMC seven five one three four one six References Footnotes one Clinical Utility of Genetic Testing in 201 Preschool Children with Inherited Eye Disorders. Lanassi E. Clayton Smith J. Dujgu S. et al. Jeanette Med 22 745-751-2020 HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash DOI dot org forward slash one zero dot one zero three eight forward slash s four one four three six hyphen zero one nine hyphen zero seven two two hyphen eight two ww dot retina uk dot org dot uk forward slash general hyphen news forward slash first hyphen patient hyphen receives hyphen ground hyphen breaking hyphen treatment forward slash that's www.retinauk.org.uk forward slash g-e-n-e-r A-L hyphen N-E-W-S forward slash F-I-R-S-T hyphen P-A-T-I-E-N-T hyphen R-E-C-E-I-V-E-S 
hyphen G-R-O-U-N-D hyphen B-R-E-A-K-I-N-G hyphen T-R-E-A-T-M-E-N-T forward slash. Three, www.england.nhs.uk forward slash publication forward slash national hyphen genomic hyphen test hyphen directories. That's www.englanda.nhs.uk forward slash publication forward slash n-a-t-i-o-n-a-l hyphen g-e-n O-M-I-C hyphen T-E-S-T hyphen D-I-R-E-C-T-O-R-I-E-S. Track 14. About Unlock Genetics. This website is brought to you by Retina UK. Retina UK is a charity that works for people affected by inherited sight loss conditions, including retinitis pigmentosa, Stargardt disease, Usher syndrome, cone rod dystrophy and choroideremia. The aim of the site is to increase the level of awareness and understanding of genetic testing and genetic counselling among people living with inherited retinal dystrophies, empowering them to make fully informed decisions about their lives, healthcare and family planning. It was created in response to our Retina UK sight loss survey in 2019, when 43% of the 1,000 respondents told us they were not aware of genetic testing or that they were aware of it, but it's not available to me. The information on this site is also available in printed and audio format. To request these, please email services at retinauk.org.uk or phone 01280-812-334. The email is s-e-r-v-i-c-e-s at r-e-t-i-n-a-u-k.org. Dot .org dot uk. Thanks to all those who have contributed to the development of this resource, including podcast Georgina Hall, consultant genetic counsellor, Manchester Centre for Genomic Medicine, expert reviewers, Georgina Hall, consultant genetic counsellor, Manchester Centre for Genomic Medicine, Sean Sperring, Genetic Counselor, Oxford Eye Hospital. Claire Arneson-Newgas, Ophthalmic Genetic Research Nurse, Clinical Nurse Specialist, Oxford Eye Hospital. Community Reviewers and Website Testers. Andrew Adams, Joe Rizzo-Naudi, Martin Hills, Penny Wellham, Emma Reed, Chloe Joyner, Jill Eastwood, Russell Stevenson, Simon Lakin, Stephen Goulden, Mark Baxter, Neil McBride. This project was kindly funded by Novartis. Track 15. Discover Answers, Frequently Asked Questions. How do I ask if I want a genetic test? 
Speak to your GP or ophthalmologist if you have one. They'll be able to make the appropriate referrals. See getting a referral on track 11. Your current ophthalmologist may be able to arrange the test themselves. How old do you have to be to have a genetic test? Any child or adult who has signs or symptoms of an inherited sight loss condition can get a genetic test no matter what their age. Predictive testing and carrier testing is usually only offered to adults unless the family condition is one that can start in childhood. See genetic testing on track 8. Is a genetic test free or will I have to pay? In the UK, genetic testing is available for free on the NHS when arranged by an ophthalmology or genetics specialist doctor. See getting a referral on track 11. Private ophthalmology clinics can also arrange genetic testing. Will I have to wait a long time to get a genetic test? There is likely to be a waiting list for an appointment at a specialist ophthalmic genetics clinic or at your regional clinical genetic service, but this will vary by clinic. Ask your GP or ophthalmologist if they can give an idea of waiting times. If your current ophthalmologist can get the testing process started themselves, then this may happen more quickly. If I have a test, will I definitely find out my causative gene? No. For around one third of people living with an inherited retinal condition, a genetic test will fail to return a result. This is because some of the causative genes are yet to be discovered, while others aren't fully understood. See genetic testing on track 8. How quickly will I get the results? Unlike more routine blood tests, the results of a genetic test can sometimes take several months to come through. This is because of the specialist nature of the test. Ask your ophthalmologist or genetic counsellor how long they expect your result to take. Does knowing my gene mean I'm more likely to access a therapy or treatment? Possibly. Many of the treatments currently being developed are designed to target specific genetic faults and a genetic test result would be essential to confirm if you're eligible to receive or take part in a clinical trial of such a treatment. For many genes, there is no gene-specific treatment in development. However, researchers are working on non-gene-specific treatments too and may prefer to know your genetic diagnosis if you're considering taking part in a clinical trial of one of these because it helps them learn more from the trial. See genetic testing on track 8. I would not be interested in receiving any kind of therapy or treatment. Is it still worth me getting a test? There are still reasons to consider getting a test. The result can confirm your family's inheritance pattern. See track 4 and open up choices for you or close relatives, as well as provide a more precise diagnosis that may be helpful for you and your ophthalmologist. A genetic counsellor can also help you decide whether or not to have testing. See genetic testing on track 8 and genetic counselling track 10. I was diagnosed many years ago and just told I had retinitis pigmentosa RP is it still possible for me to get a genetic test? 
yes, anyone with a diagnosis of an inherited sight loss condition can have a test. Researchers have learnt a huge amount about RP genes over the last 10 to 20 years, and testing has improved considerably. Speak to your GP or ophthalmologist if you would like a referral for testing. See Getting a Referral on track 11. I have been told I have retinitis pigmentosa, RP. Do I still need a test? RP can be caused by any one of a considerable number of genes and can be passed down through a family in different ways. See Inheritance Patterns, Track 4. A genetic test result can provide you and your ophthalmologist with more precise information, confirm the inheritance pattern and open up choices for you and your family. See Genetic Testing, Track 9. A genetic counsellor can help you to decide whether or not to have testing. See Genetic Counselling on track 10. Who can help me understand the impact of a genetic diagnosis on my wider family? Genetic counsellors are specially trained healthcare professionals who can spend time with you discussing the wider implications of a genetic test result. Your GP or ophthalmologist can refer you for genetic counselling. See genetic counselling on track 10 and getting a referral on track 11. Your ophthalmologist themselves may also be able to help. I'm a bit worried about getting a test and can't decide if I want one. Is there anyone I can talk to about this? Genetic counsellors are specially trained healthcare professionals who can talk through your concerns and also help to reach a decision that is right for you. They'll not put you under any pressure to have a test. Your GP or ophthalmologist can refer you for genetic counselling. See Genetic Counselling on Track 10 and Getting a Referral on Track 11. If I have a genetic diagnosis, do others in my family still need a test or can we assume it's the same causative gene? Close relatives who are also living with sight loss are very likely to have the same genetic fault, but it is worth them considering their own test to confirm. A confirmed result will be necessary if they want to access gene-specific treatments or clinical trials or certain options around family planning. They can discuss testing with their ophthalmologist or a genetic counsellor. Close relatives with no symptoms will need to undergo predictive or carrier testing if they want to find out if they have inherited the genetic fault. Genetic counsellors are best placed to discuss these options with family members. It will be helpful for your relatives and their genetic counsellor if you can provide as much information as possible about your genetic test results. See Genetic Counselling on Track 10 and genetic testing on track eight. How can I get involved in research? One way to register your interest in taking part in research-related activities is to join the Retina UK Research Panel. You can find that at www.retinauk.org.uk forward slash more hyphen info. That's www r-e-t-i-n-a-u-k dot o-r-g dot u-k forward slash m-o-r-e 
hyphen I-N-F-O. We're often approached by researchers and the pharmaceutical industry for help in recruiting people living with inherited sight loss for various activities, including online surveys, telephone interviews or focus groups currently online. Very occasionally, we're also asked to help recruit for clinical trials. To find out more, please contact info at retinauk.org.uk. That's I-N-F-O at R-E-T-I-N-A-U-K dot O-R-G dot U-K. It's also worth making your ophthalmologist aware that you're interested in taking part in research and asking if your clinic holds its own research participation register. I have another question. Please get in touch by phone on 01280 or you can email info at retinauk.org.uk and we'll be able to do our best to help. That email address is info at retinauk.org.uk Track 16, Your Stories Here, members of our community share their experiences of genetic testing. More information on this can be found on track 8 and genetic counselling with more information on track 10. Listen to Bavini and Martin as they share their very different experiences with Kate Arkell, Retina UK's Research Development Manager. Hello, I'm Kate Arkell, Research Development Manager at Retina UK. Today, I'll be chatting to Bavini McQuana and Martin Hills, who are both living with inherited sight loss and have kindly agreed to share with us their experiences of genetic testing and genetic counselling. Hello, both of you. Um, Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, why did you decide to have a genetic test, um, Bavini? Um, the reason I decided to have a genetic test, because it was offered to me um, during one of my hospital appointments. Over the years, I've been asking so many questions to try and best understand what my condition meant for me, what type of, you know, what's my future going to look like, what it could mean for my children. And, you know, sometimes I wouldn't get answers. Uh, so my consultant asked me if I'd like to take part and he explained what it could mean. It could possibly give me the answers that I'm looking for, but there was no guarantee because sometimes you may not be able to get 100% results back. And I thought, well, yeah, I'm definitely interested. So for me, it was knowing and learning about my RP and what my future could look like. Yeah. Martin, was that similar for you? Uh, To some extent similar, but um, the real fundamental reason is because there's four different generations of my wider family all have RP. So that was a particular driving force for me. And um, because of what I've been doing as a volunteer in Retin in UK, I realised that genetic testing is getting ever increasing in its importance, really, and to try and find the whole problem with my family gene. So that, that was a real driver for me. Maybe it might be a little bit late for me, but for my younger generations of my wider family, it's important. Yeah, I think going forward, this is going to this is going to become more and more uh, important in the future. Bavini, for you, it sounded like it was a fairly smooth process, and that you were offered the test. 
um, by your consultant. Martin, did you did you have to fight to get the test? Were you offered it? Uh, no, again, because I, I knew a lot of the processes through my volunteering work, um, I, I knew how to do it. And it became a very straightforward process for me. And particularly because I actually missed out the ophthalmologist completely. I, I went straight to my GP and he referred me straight away to the regional clinic. So I missed out a step which I guess cut a bit of the time down as well, um, because then I, it was only three months between the GP referral and me actually getting the genetic test, test and counselling done at the regional centre. Okay. Vini, was it your regular ophthalmologist who arranged the test for you? Yeah, it was just, you know, one day I attended my Morpheus Eye Hospital appointment and I was asked to come back. Um, and at that appointment, once I learnt more about what would be involved, what it could mean, what I'd have to do, um, it just happened there and then on the same day. So it, for me, yeah, it was definitely pretty smooth. Good. And how long did the result take for both of you? And uh, Martin, how long did it take? Mine's a little bit more complicated because um, after me having the actual blood sample taken and uh, sent away to Manchester for testing, uh, about three months later, I got a, a notification from my genetic counsellor saying that my DNA sample had been compromised. So I had to start all over again in that sense. But the interesting factor was that they arranged for a blood sample to be taken in my local surgery for then to be passed through to the regional centre and then onwards back to Manchester. So I didn't have to travel 60 miles uh, for a second time to, to work all that out. So that was really helpful. And then once they'd received the actual um, DNA and uh, the blood sample, etc., cetera, um, it was three months uh, between the, oh, sorry, I beg your pardon, six months between uh, the actual results coming through to me via the genetic counsellor. And Bavini, was that about the same same amount of time for you? Um, so the, the first time I spoke to a genetic counsellor and, and after explaining what it is, my blood test was taken there and then. Um, because my parents don't live in the same town as me, they had to post their sample in. So, it, you know, it did take a couple of months uh, for the pack to be posted out, for them to get their tests uh, done and then to have it posted back. So I think after about six to eight weeks, I got confirmation that um, they've received both my parents' um, blood tests. Um, and then the results actually took about two and a half to three years to come back. Wow. Okay. So I think that's an important point for us to draw out, actually, that this isn't your normal uh, have a blood test at the GP and get the results a week later. I think it's you know, this is a much more complex uh, set of tests and, and it can take some time. Um, yeah. It sounds like you both had genetic counselling. So, Bavini, am I right that that was alongside the test? So that was sort of the same time as you had the test? Yeah, so I spoke to genetic counsellor on the day of my test, once I'd agreed that I do want to take part. Um, but actually, I was called in um, once they had my results. Um, so I spoke to her again, um, and then she sort of explained the results, what it could mean, um, and explained, you know, the type that they found out that I have, um, what it means for my family, um, what precautions I could possibly take to prevent it from progressing further, 
Um, so yeah, I, I, I think I spoke to them twice overall, and, but they did offer that, you know, if I had any questions in the future, if I wanted to come back, all I, all I had to do was ask or tell my consultant. And Martin, did you, did you have helpful genetic counselling? Very helpful. My, mine was slightly different than Bavini in the sense that I had a telephone interview with the genetic counsellor first before my appointment, which um, was quite helpful because we sort of discussed a bit of the, the wider family issues then and there. Um, but then once I'd, I'd actually made it for the, uh, the interview itself with the genetic counsellor, um, that was done, and at the same time, I had another interview and tests with an ophthalmologist there, then and there, and it was almost like they wanted to make sure I was a suitable candidate for it. So the whole process was done in a day, and everybody agreed, including myself, obviously, that um, I, I was a suitable candidate and I wanted to do it, and uh, it was done then and there, so I didn't have to keep travelling more than one occasion which I found very useful yeah that that does sound helpful and it's important I'm glad to hear that you were very much part of that process and, and it was right for you as well as as yeah. well as them thinking it was right from a medical point of view and um so can I just ask what what results did you get back for Vini? um so they identified the type of gene that was causing my RP um which they explained and it's one of the rarest ones. So when I met up back with my consultant, I found out I'm the only one in 10 families to have been identified with that type of gene. Okay. Um, so yeah, it, I actually did find out it wasn't inconclusive or anything. I did actually get a positive result in determining what is the gene that was causing. So it meant that both my parents were carriers. And that's why I think all the questions about why has this happened? You know, for such a long time, I went through a process like I just didn't understand because it's, it's meant to be inherited. There's no family history. Um, the, it was explained that it can skip generations. So that kind of put it into perspective, but also how I ended up getting it. So both my parents are carriers. So obviously when they're, um, you know, a copy of each of them have, and then I was born, that's how I've ended up um, with RP. Yeah. And Martin, what about you? Uh, well, the opposite to Bavini in the sense that um, although mine was tested at that time for what I understand was 176 known mutant genes causing different forms of RP, mine wasn't identified, um, which uh, was a, a disappointment, obviously. Um, but uh, they also, as part of the process, did describe to me that in my particular form of RP, there was always a 50-50 chance of me getting it and my children getting it. So at least I had some extra understanding, even though I didn't know what the actual gene was at that time. Okay. Savini, it, it, it sounds to me as if having the test and getting the result really kind of cleared a lot of things up for you how um and not just for you but also for your family and, and explaining things so did somebody take the time to explain to you what that meant for your family and, and did it give you a, a a wider sort of sense of perspective if you like yeah most definitely you know it was kind of explained that there's um unlikely chance that both my daughters would be carriers uh, i mean they could be carriers but they won't be um affected by it yeah so as long as 
their potential partners um, get tested and they don't end up being carriers, the chances of their children having RP um, is very, very unlikely. So um, that was a big relief. You know, if a simple test like that could help determine whether this continues in my family or not, uh, there's something I can, I can actually take control and I can actually be part of that. Um, in informing them so yeah definitely I think that was really explained I think that was one of my I say one of my main concerns um, will my children get affected will it continue down you know family history Um, so that was explained and yeah definitely has it influenced any decision you've made or do you think it could be more about influencing decisions that your daughters might make yeah so they they understand it as well you know they've attended so many Retina UK conferences or come to me workshops or they've listened to so many talks so they do definitely understand the genetic counselling side of it my RP um, and I've even said to them that you know this is this is a situation so um, you know if you do end up um, getting married or you know having children this is something that you may have to consider and they're really well aware of that and they're definitely on board I mean at first I think they were like cringing because you know, yeah. teenagers and one's only 12 and you're like mom I'm not going to get married but you know um, eventually you know when they get older they they've understand it from now so they they definitely know why it's important and um, yeah they, they understand the importance of it even though they might laugh at it now yeah it sounds like it's been really a positive thing for your for your wider family and do you think um, have you been offered any opportunities to take part in gene-specific research? I mean, I guess if it's a very rare gene, then perhaps that's less likely. But if the opportunity came up, do you think you would want to do that? Most definitely. I mean, I've actually created, um, so with my consultant's permission, um, I've actually created a private group, which um, I'm trying to locate people with the specific gene as me. So we've got about 10 people in there, and they're not all from the UK. So. Wow just talking to them and just seeing if there's any similarities, you know, um, how it's kind of progressed, what age, and just discussing about our specific condition to see if there is any connection and see if um, the way it's kind of progressed is similar to each other. Um, So most definitely, if there was any chance um, of research being carried out into my specific gene, um, 100% yes. That's really interesting, actually, and that's really great that you you yourself are trying to pull people together because actually with these really rare genes, numbers matter so much and every one of those people could make a difference to research down the line. So that's really great. Martin, um, how did you feel when you were told that your gene hadn't been identified? Well, I won't lie, I was disappointed um, because uh, I... I was hoping, really. I guess hope um, is is the best explanation. But uh, the genetic counsellor did actually prepare me for the fact that it, you know there was a some sort of chance that uh, they wouldn't find it at the time, and explained that more and more genes were being found, and the the process is is never ending, really, as far as that's concerned. So I, I was pre warned, if you like, um, and. After getting my result, the genetic counsellor also indicated that my DNA sample would be tested again, which was encouraging. So although there was disappointment initially, there was some 
option and hope that um, maybe not now, but sometime in the future it might come out, which was encouraging. So that helped a lot. The other thing I, I think it's worth mentioning, my, my genetic counsel also highlighted that because other family members had already been genetic testing, tested as well as I had, there were opportunities to share information between different NHS trusts and with all our approvals and like similar to Pavini in the sense that our, our, our wider family have all been linking together, sharing information about what's been happening. We hope that all our data can help sometime in the future identify this mutant gene so that that, that were there were some there were some beneficial sides to the news really yeah so i guess could you say that that even getting a, a result that said they couldn't you know uh a, a, not a failed result but a result where they couldn't find a gene did that that still obviously had an impact on your family and, and enabled them to make some choices would that be right um I'm not so sure about the choices bit because we've got nowhere to go with it at the moment, but the encouragement that all's not yet lost, I think is important because as I've mentioned, there are two younger generations of my family, which will have a profound impact on them more than me. So, um, so there was encouragement. I think that's the best way of explaining it. And there's a little bit more to the story, isn't there, Martin? Because because the research on your gene has actually progressed a little bit. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, very recently, um, uh, my my daughter has recently been diagnosed officially um, after some protracted uh, investigations and was finally sent to Moorfields, um, where there was a suspicion that. There, there was some sort of breakthrough research going on, and that was actually published in the autumn. And it looks as though there's a sort of new mechanism involved with um, the formation of our, our problems, and that's really encouraging. So all our family are very, very interested in this. Um, what we're really interested in, it's all very well having interesting breakthrough research, but how long is that going to take to convert that into some sort of mechanism for clinical trials. And that's the thing that we're really interested in, but that that's part of the encouragement for all our family, really. Okay, that's, um, that's really great. Um, Vivini and Martin, um, thank you so much for both taking the time to talk to us today. I think it's been really, really helpful to hear about your experiences and that I think a lot of our listeners will really appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Watch Simon as he shares his experiences of genetic testing, with more information also available on Track 8. The link is at https colon forward slash forward slash y-o-u-t-u dot b-e forward slash 5-a-q-t-r-h-6-n-u-w-4. Bavini's story. Receiving genetic counselling after learning about what was causing my RP meant that I finally understood the pattern and why nobody in my family history could be identified. Learning how I ended up being affected and most importantly why.
the stress of and the guilt of passing it on to my daughters meant that I, I could finally understand what was going on. Understanding the necessary precautions to take means that I can understand and there's less likely chance that I will pass it on to future grandchildren. It really felt like a weight had been lifted, lifted and it finally meant that I had the answers to the questions that had been playing on my mind for so long. Building up over the years and just understanding um, in terms that I could understand. I think it's really important to get genetic counselling just so you can get that understanding um, and make important decisions that are right for you and your family. The only thing that we can actually control about this condition. Martin's story. My genetic counselling was a very positive experience and one which I really recommend. It was undertaken in a specialist multidisciplinary genetic clinic and was combined with taking blood samples for genetic testing on the same day. The counselling was informative, thorough and sensitively carried out and covered both myself and my wider family, which confirmed the type of RP we have. With the huge advantages in genetic understanding being made in the medical sector, I believe that counselling will play a significant role in further potential treatments. Listen to genetic testing on track 8 and genetic counselling on track 10 for more information.